for the benefit of listeners, uh, I've got some um, cephalexin. That's an antibiotic, uh, so my root canal work doesn't get infected. So I'm going to take that now. And then I've got here uh, some extra strength ibuprofen, and that's um, in case I develop an addiction to painkillers, I'll just take the edge off. To Bear Friend Tea Party, anybody, uh, the world's only and in sexiest the, podcast. If anybody uh, listening tonight has a uh, blue Honda Civic uh, with uh, Oklahoma plates, your lights are on. I'm Big Fish in a Small Pond, Christopher Winter. And with me this evening on the program, Small Fish in an Even Smaller Pond, D. Gunnard Beamish. Don't count on it, Tyrese. Dead fish in a stagnant pond, Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina. It's lovely to be here. And paradoxical fish inside of itself, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. I am a genuine cowboy. Jeremy, what's on the program this evening? <laughs> that was a Garfield quote. Hey, I just hope, I was wondering if anybody would catch that. Which one was a Garfield quote? I uh, am a genuine mine. cowboy. 
It never we're, ceases to amaze me how you guys remember like, the right? least memorable quotes <laughs> from certain things. No, that was very memorable. John Arbuckle wearing like 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 chaps and uh, Well, to be fair, I, the reason that I remember it is because Danny cut out that panel and framed it and gave it to me as a, a Christmas present. I, think. I did. Yes. That's a good gift. It was a great gift. It was a good gift too. Oh. Danny, can you? Can we? Can we lose the should egg I stop, beater, uh, please? Should I stop playing the call bell with an with a egg beater in, in submerged in water? Your call. Let's 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 not ask for the world here, Jeremy. No, I, have a, I, I had an, I had this I had a notion. Go um, on. I think we should try and like. Stay real on topic. Stay on target. I, I feel like we've been doing that the last couple of episodes. Is, the, is that why that you is were a fanciful making, notion? That's why you were making that noise with the egg beater. You were like trying to make an announcement. He's trying to make a statement. Attention, please. <laughs> like this is what happens attention. when we don't stay on topic. Stay on target. Attention, girlfriend, tea party. <laughs> Jeremy, what's on the program tonight? This is going to be a good one. Well, we've yeah, got a great so. show for you tonight. See? Um, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> Segment what one. What the hell's so funny? Reminiscing about dogs we have known. Oh, it's gonna be uh, segment two, slang terms for escalator. <laughs> segment three, how many Nintendo Entertainment System games can we name in two minutes? And segment four, what are the rules of American football? <laughs> I, I feel like this is going to be a short and sweet episode. Uh, not, no, uh, not, if, if my, my prepared statements are not short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mine, are, mine are quite short. Um, uh. Oh yeah, and I guess if we, if we get around to it, we could do, uh, is this a Hall and Oates song? Oh, we yeah, still I'd, have to like announce to the... We still have to announce the answer from last oh, week. Oh, I thought it was answered in the spreadsheet. Huh? It says no. No, I have... It says yes. Oh. <laughs> no, that means no, I don't... No, that means no, like, to that as a topic idea. Anyway. Okay, yeah, anyway. Enough, uh, so, enough of this um, foolery. Yeah. Hey, have, we, uh, have we received any emails this week, Jeremy? No. Uh, you know, the, the email account has been pretty dead for a while. What about uh, any blog comments or uh, uh, phone calls? I, I haven't checked our Twitter address. It's pro it's very possible that um, we've received a lot of tweets. I haven't checked still... it since I opened up the new account. Have you uh, tweeted? No, no, no. But I changed our Twitter address to at... Uh, I've forgotten... I think it's at BearFriendCast. That's a little easier I'm to just remember. Going to, or say I'm just logging into our uh, website to see if anyone has left any humorous comments in the last few hours. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got any... hours uh, leading uh, up to recording the podcast? We haven't got any uh, ratings on iTunes either in the last few weeks. Mm. Oh, look uh, at that. We did, we did get a new comment. How suspicious. <laughs> I mean, great. Oh. Well, yeah, we did get a uh, uh we did get a comment on uh on the website for our last episode which was uh 00031 a decorative co confection of tiny balls. Um uh 
the real occult mummy. <laughs> I mean, sorry, occult mummy, whose email address is the real occult mummy, left the comment. Wow, that's some gutsy driving. <laughs> Oh, was that the episode we, where we were all driving around in a car while we were recording it? I, 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 he must not have understood that there was a podcast associated with that post. Well, he or she. Okay, um, I have a correction to make. In episode 00057, Genealogy of the Common Household Llama... I incorrectly described the tomato as a vegetable. In actuality, Uh-oh. of course, the tomato is a variety of cyborg. I regret the error. That's cool. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. The um, joke w- the joke in that one is that like that's a future episode. Well, I mean, we oh, release our even... episodes well out of sequence, so it's really hard to say, hard to say. whether or not I this one... <laughs> I have a cor- I have both a uh, an addenda and a correction. Mm-hmm. In episode zero 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 two seven, oversized inexplicable green hat. Uh, in the segment, how many Steves can we name? I I forgot about the Steve named Stephen Tobolowski. Oh, so really? I, I thought I thought for it. certain that we named him. Yeah, didn't we mention him? Well, that leads to my correction. (laughs) (laughs) Correction is to this episode? See, I told you it wouldn't be worth it. (laughs) So you guys are not really taking this section seriously. (laughs) You know, Jeremy, it's too soon to say whether or not my correction is relevant. Especially if one of us is editing yeah, I mean, okay. it's it's very possible that episode 57 will end up being released first. 57? Uh, that, that's completely possible. <laughs> okay, so um, let's dive right into moving the on, meat Moving of on this to uh, the addenda. Did you have uh, yeah. an addendum, Jeremy? I, um, I have an addendum. I don't know if you do. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to let... I'm letting other people do it this time. I have a lot... And they're better than yours, but but <laughs> well, I, you I, know it's okay. It's a collaborative. Um, you gotta in, give the editor something to do. Yeah, it's yeah true, true. exactly, exactly. True. Well, yeah, okay. So start start cutting out uh, here. In episode zero 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 three one, a decorative confectionery of tiny balls. Uh, you you guys discussed funny car, funny vehicles you had driven, and you mentioned the big gray suburban we used to have in Santa Fe, which is not a funny vehicle. <laughs> but, no, no, this isn't a correction. Um, no, oh, sorry. Yeah. I, just, I, 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 have a, I have a slightly amusing story about driving that, that suburban. Oh. Uh, to understand it, I guess the listeners should know, one, that our family had a vacation, has a vacation home in Santa Fe because we're extremely 14, wealthy. 14, Brass Horse Road. And generally two, vacant. Number Chris, two, which celebrity yeah, to the, the house? The key is above to? the post. I can never uh, remember. Just opposite the door. Uh, Susan Sarandon. 
Let's let's just edit that in. What's the alarm Whoever code there? The alarm code. I believe the alarm code is one seven three four six seven three two one four seven six Charlie three two seven eight nine seven 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 six four three Tango seven three two Victor seven three one one seven eight 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 seven three two four seven six seven eight nine seven six four three seven six. So um so anywho, yeah. Uh, number one, our family has a vacation home in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and number two, I'm very notoriously bad with directions and finding places and also, you know, any sort of business or financial transactions and, and just and, and basic understanding competency. what the purpose of an addenda is. <laughs> no, we're yeah. getting to the, you know, Ooh. we're getting to the addenda. Yeah, that hurt. Um, Sorry. So back when I was in college, uh, I was going to Santa Fe to visit uh, the fam and I flew in, you know, I flew in from college and you have to fly into Albuquerque. Everybody else had drove, drove in, driven in. And so they were all like, "Oh, you'll just get the get the suburban from the long-term parking lot at On Albuquerque Airport and you can and you can drive up. You just give them Big Dave's name and say you want the suburban." And I was really nervous because I had never driven in from Albuquerque before and I'm not good at finding my way places and I hadn't been there a long time and I was really nervous that I would like crash the car or get lost or whatever. This is long before GPS. And so I was really pat proud when I drove up in the Suburban. And I was like, hey, I got here. I made it. I did it. And it was actually somebody and else's house? they came out to see me. No. I w- they came out and they were like, what's that you're driving? And I was like, <laughs> it's the Suburban. And they were like, no, that is, none of us have ever seen that car before. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a funny story. Yeah, the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, Lamborghini Countach, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, Lamborghini Countach, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, Lamborghini Countach, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, eaten by a parrot. Can you hear me now? That's a Laura key. That's Laura Lee. seriously considered putting our great-grandfather's skull somewhere in that car, <laughs> like hiding it somewhere, if we could have fit it into the glove box or something. And that's the end of my addendum. Segment one. Uh, so this is, this is my segment. I'll, I'll be leading this segment. <laughs> this is this, my this is my se- this is my segment. Um, this is my. Uh, I'll look, be leading this segment. Look, <laughs> this is um, this is my segment. Look, I'm basically I'm a I'm a cat person. We've always had cats. We've never had a dog. I don't think you guys ever had dogs until maybe Danny has one now. But um, I like dogs, and I thought maybe we could just take some time now. And think about the dogs that have touched our lives in the past. Like, for example, just to throw one out, you guys remember? To, uh... You guys remember Duncan's dogs? Oh, uh, Hansel Natasha and, and Boris oh. and Natasha. You remember Boris and Natasha? Uh, yeah, but but all Duncan's dogs are dead. <laughs> well, I mean, naturally, Duncan's dogs are dead, Danny. When Duncan passed away. Um, his dogs were, were buried with him, so they could guide him into the netherworld. He was buried with a, uh, like a whole bunch of live dogs. Yeah, well, I mean, 
and I assume um, uh, what's your name? Garazardo. No, he wasn't. He wasn't buried with Garrett. She committed suicide. Uh, yeah. Oh, my mistake. No thanks to us. <laughs> you know, I Just mean, a, half, half, six of one, half dozen of the well, other. Well, this, this segment took a dark turn. <laughs> you know, that's why I stopped buying Jeremy Zar- is, is Zarda that, uh, dairy products. Is that true? Did Duncan's girlfriend Garrett come up on a segment titled "Dogs We Have Known"? <laughs> yes, within 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 thirty seconds. Jeremy, is that true? Did Garrett did Garrett commit suicide? Yes, that is. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> <laughs> Cut this part out. It's not funny at all. <laughs> Cut this whole segment. <laughs> That's my my segment next week. That dude, uh, this guy, Brandon. No, no, save it for next week. Save it for my class. Save it for next week. Danny, save it for Carolyn Stockwell. We're talking about dogs we've known. Did you say Carolyn Stockwell? How how many people can we name in two minutes? I mean, you know, every character in every Arthur Miller play. The universe is utterly meaningless anyway. Hey though, um, you remember that photo of uh, of Boris with his his snout in the ice cream box? Oh, the ice cream classic. That was classic. No, but I can I can I can pretty much catch myself. Okay, so that's, that's I, uh, I think they're the dogs I was probably closest. Acquaintance of mine and I think John's, uh, Elizabeth Briska. Uh, did she kill herself too? No, 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 no. I was <laughs> trying to get back on dog. Oh, right, right. Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe. No, she, Maybe. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Am I right? Who's to say? No, she had, uh, when I was in college, she uh, no had. No big loss, you know. She had a dog, like, even though she was in college, she decided to get, like, a, a dog just randomly. Like, can you do that? Yeah, that's so uncommon. No, technically no, but I mean, I guess, like, yes, you're not supposed to. I don't, I don't know how she, like, where she put it or anything. But she had this dog, and it was a nice dog. But the thing I really liked about that dog is that she named it DJ Shadow. Was <laughs> <laughs> it like, like sly looking and like dark colored? It was a black dog. But DJ Shadow was like a popular DJ at the time. No, I know. He's, yeah. He's a real DJ. yeah. One of my uh, one of my good friends like basically goes right Oh really? Kind Brody of. Johnson? No, he. While he didn't commit suicide, <laughs> Brody Johnson is dead. Although I don't know oh, how he right. died, so it's possible. I don't know how he really. This podcast is getting better and better. It's <laughs> so sad. How did how did Brody? Oh. Oh, Chris, Brody. Turn, turn your camera back on. I want to see you. We, we hardly knew you. <laughs> no, I knew. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I think I'd seen him. Was he the guy with six toes? No, he was the guy that we pretended. <laughs> He was the guy that we pretended had the alter ego of the Hamburglar. 
but we never got around to telling him about that injury. <laughs> oh, so when it's sad because I, he was killed when he was shot by a hamburger policeman. In the senior video, I put a still of him dressed as the hamburger, giving the thumbs up <laughs> with like the stripes and the eye mask. Nobody understood. We never told So I think I think the Johnsons had a dog. And then he committed immediately after the video was shown. Let's see what other dogs. Well, our mutual grandparents had a dog named Balzac. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought it was named. I thought it was named Balsack. Yeah, okay, I've heard that. From, yeah, you have. I'll tell you about that's, Balzac. That's the lowbrow interpretation. Balzac, Jeremy Balzac, was originally her mother's dog, and she may have even got him while she was in college, and like you know, she gave him a highbrow name like Balzac, and then eventually she moved and he went home. He went to live with Gigi and Pumpa in Kansas City. And she loves to tell that, uh, you know, when she had him, he was, she had him real good trained. You know, he was very disciplined. And then she left him with Gigi and Poopa for a while. And Poopa taught him to uh, go up to the dinner table and sneak food off the table, off, uh, off the table. Because Poopa, no, Poopa, uh, he would sneak his vegetables off his plate and feed them to balls <laughs> You know, the same so thing happened had, when our parents went out of town and left me and Danny with them. Yeah. For years after... Yeah, like, for, for decades after the fact, Poopa's, Poopa would almost tear up thinking about how Balzac had eaten his vegetables for him. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's so kind of a sad ending because, because Balzac like did take his own life. Like Balzac was driven to take his own life. Balzac are dogs we've known that have committed suicide. Um, so I, our mom, our mom thought that uh, her parents mishandled her ball sack. <laughs> oh, I just want to double check that you, we have a really good rim shot sound effect, right? Oh yeah, I believe so. Yes. Rim shot and I, and sound effect. There's that great groaning, sound, like crowd I think that groaning. Was worthy of a groan, yeah. Oh. Hot dogs. So what I like the one with just the one guy groaning. Uh, yeah. I like the groaning sounds. It sounds like he's trying to do it. Well, the, gr- the, the crowd groaning to me sounds like, oh, you just, someone just missed a putt call. That um, doesn't sound like... That actually what it is what it is. I think it may even say that in the no, description. No, it does That's why it's, it's not that you think it sounds like that. That's what it's supposed to be. Because leading up to it, you hear, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> As the putt gets near the cup and then kind of... This conversation is definitely not being edited out. So, um, I have two vaguely humorous dogs I'd like to reminisce about. When I was in college, I lived in a crack house. And one of the, what? One of the, um, there were, actually there were two humorous dogs. Three humorous dogs. One of the dogs. This was like a sort of like... You know, the, the, the segment is not counting... Humorous dogs. We know. <laughs> they don't even need to be humorous. No, I mean, just... we can just talk about whether or not they were good dogs. You well, know. These were... Get it? No, these weren't good dogs. Not every dog has to be funny. <laughs> uh, when I was living in this rundown, <laughs> uh, no, 
So you were basically in a fraternity. I don't know, but I had to log on. No, I was just a bunch of kids. We were like, we made there were like holes in the floor upstairs. And then it kind of rubbed it on something. And I think I the Miller said they didn't even know where, where it had gotten that. Like it wasn't one of his toys, it had just I remember them all. And I loved everyone. Still love all my dogs. But I've had me a lot of goddamn dogs. You guys remember the dog? My lifetime, I have had me a bunch of different dogs. I never was. Because you do keep getting a new dog. Sailor's little helper. You just keep getting one dog right after another. That's the way she gets life. Life. Series uh, of dogs. What's segment two? So, uh, segment two. Slang terms for escalator. Esky. Sclater. The iron staircase. Funny <laughs> stairs. Upalator. Old man Eska. Super <laughs> up and down. <laughs> Reverse graduated slide. Later gator. Downtown Julie Brown. Standing <laughs> stairs. Motor uppies. Uh, apples and pears a later. Lazy Larry. The devil's hoist. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky risers. Robo steps. One track jack. <laughs> Mexican stairs. <laughs> Australian elevator. Upomatic. Wheelless shopping bus. <laughs> the Jesse up after inventor Jesse Reno. Rotating elevated extra dimensional jigsaw. <laughs> Climb a roof. Gregory's funhouse. The amazing X stairs. <laughs> Slanty treadmill. Skylander. Slide riser. Easy stairs. Altitude doer. Moveateria. Trans Siberian elevator. People mover. <laughs> Standy McRisemup. The cocaine stepladder. Fat man's alley. <laughs> Monkey steps. <laughs> Poor man's hover car. The uptown glide. Indoor floor copter. Zigzag conveyor. Diagonal bonus letter. Retarded Optimus Prime. Uncles up and down. Whoops. Japanese roller coaster. Riding the trunk. Damn it, I'm done. Mall rocket. Escalation operator. Rinking the dink. 
Standway. Floor change wizard. The enchanted staircase. Stando stairs. Unreliable person killing machine. <laughs> Fizzy lifting machine. The Wellington bucket lift. Shoelace devourer. Cloud stepper. Reef flighter later. Abattoir junior. The metal moose. Deluxe sidewalk. Failed Mobius band. The Manhattan manlifter. Mobius ramp. <laughs> Partially orientable automated slide world. Little Debbie diagonal. Slidewalk picture pages. Minimalist <laughs> assembly line. Fat man's ladder. Climbless ladder. <laughs> people go up, people go down. You can't explain that. <laughs> Lazy Susan. Two dimensional motor floor. Thing razor. <laughs> Comatose Susan. Nine bar rapids. Potential energy converter. Legally dead, Susan. Handies and steppies. <laughs> Motivated inclined plane. Suitcase mountain. Shoe grabber. Mount never rest. Convenience trench. The horseless staircase. Semi vertical kayak monster. Chumba Wumba. Carolina Stairmaster. The up and down but also sideways machine. Slantways foot shuttle. Canadian Sky Canoe. Urban Hayride. <laughs> Wang Dang Doodle. Endless Stair Fountain. I'm out. Bangkok Fire Escape. <laughs> the Baltimore Body Shoot. The Food Court Express. <laughs> the Majestic Steakhouse. <laughs> the Slant Coaster <laughs> Tiffany's Magic Skyway <laughs> The Underground Railroad The Chemin de Fer Trojan <laughs> Glide Moat Hand and Toehold Trail <laughs> Mechanical Stair Canal Recursive Stair Flattener <laughs> Barnum's Folly <laughs> Tesla's Fabulous Way Up <laughs> Transverse space mucklucks, the New York State Thruway, open air go tube, Otis hypotenuse, Cogswell's float simulator, the captain's platter, slow motion slam dunker, floor betweener, Jacob's easy ladder. <laughs> oh, that's good. Tumble down spook cake. <laughs> the 70s hair weave. The New Zealand bonus door. Non spiral variable altitude strip. The topmost step lift. Man crane. And jazz stairs. Oh, All right, Danny wins. Great finish. Yeah. I, I have to say, nice. I uh, I did appreciate the Otis I think I think we're being listen. I think we're being like. I think the government is intercepting broadcasts political issues. Issues.
Stairs Plus would have been a good one. Stairs Plus would have been a good one. But it's too late now. And that means it's time for segment three. (laughs) How many NES games can we name in two minutes? And go. Avatar, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Asti Wynak, Ice Climber, Adventure Island, Adventure Island, City Connection, Castlevania 3, Castlevania 2, Castlevania Parasol Stars, Dr. Chaos, Blaster, Super Pitfall, Super Mario Brothers, Bionic Commander, Doki Contra, Super Spy Hunter, um, um, Cobra Spy Hunter, Bionic Commander, Laser, Mega Man, Mega Man 3, Mega Man 4, Mega Man 5, Mega Man 6, Mega Man 7, Mega Man 8, Mega Man 2, Mario Brothers 2, probably Super Mario Brothers 2, Wrecking Crew, Dig Dug 2, Combo Dino Wars, a boy uh, and his blob. Um, that was uh, one. I remembered that one. Duel. Death uh, <laughs> uh, Princess oh, Tomato uh, and the Salad the, Kingdom. The Addams Family, Fester's The Magic of Shahrazad. Exodus. Back to the Future. Oh, and that's time. Oh, I only got up to E. Total number of NES games named 111. Great job, everyone. I was actually really proud of myself for remembering a boy and his blob. Oh, that! Oh, did anybody say snake rattle and roll? No. No. Fuck. My, my strategy was to start with the A's and just work my way through the alphabet, John, because I. Yeah. You, you know what? That's a good strategy. What, Chris? When, no, like thirty seconds in, when I ran out of nest titles, I know. I should have just started naming random Flowers of Disgust songs. <laughs> That's a good... Uh, yeah, because good half of, of the them... Flower, that was a great NES game. The next time we do this segment, maybe we should, like, we should strategize. Like, each person should, should take one genre. Yeah. You know... Nobody said Dragon really, Nobody said Short to, Order Explode. You know the way to do it? If we did this again, which we wouldn't be doing... Why would we one, do that? One, one person should take Dragon... One person should take Ninja. <laughs> I had Dragon. War- I said Dragon Warriors one, two, and three. Oh, I said that as well. Mm. I know, but that's like a lot of you know. Th- there's like a million. Like you don't want to have too much about- repeat. Just so everybody's probably- clear, I did say Monster Party. Oh, that's a nice one. Oh, I forgot about the Legend of Zelda. Oh yeah, did anybody say Zelda? No, I should have remembered that. One. <laughs> I said the. I said the. I said the Adventure of Link. <laughs> <laughs> but not. Arguably the single most in- 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 in-
Segment Next four. We'll, we'll do better. So, are you? All right. Guys so this is my segment. Ready for some football? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, huddle up for segment four. <laughs> <laughs> segment uh, four is. This is going to be a classic. Um, it, it's segment four is. What are the rules of American football? So, Danny, how are we going to tackle this segment? <laughs> well, if I could yeah, we just don't, get We don't want it to be like a there. big pile-up, you know? <laughs> All right. What's the uh, goal? All right. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, I, I, anybody listening to this podcast, you may uh, pick up on the fact that we're this is not a sports podcast. <laughs> Um, no, nope. we're all we're, we're all like fun people, and we all like games and shit. Uh, I just don't know a whole lot about you know sports in general. And uh, yeah, the the time that I introduced this podcast as the definitive NBA podcast <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, a little misleading. It used to be true, not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Until, you should have said you should have said the official NBA podcast until we lost our uh, our sponsorship. Um, so this probably because of all those what, racist what are, comments. What are the rules of American football? And I thought it would be interesting if all of us, in turn, uh, read a prepared statement <laughs> that describes the rules of American football. Because I think I kind as we know. understand them. Right. Well, yeah. Obviously, not copied out of a out of a right a playbook, if you will. Uh, I just uh, I, I think the results will be. A, pretty interesting. I don't know. Maybe by the end Sounds of it, we'll good. know how to play football. I don't know. I, I think there's a good chance of that. Uh, okay, Christopher Winter, what are the rules of American football? Good question, Danny. There are six rules to American football. <laughs> <laughs> so far as I can tell. <laughs> Rule one, play occurs on a rectangular grid measuring 100 yards in length. Now, to put that number in perspective, 100 yards is the length of one football field. In fact, if you laid a single football field end to end, it could reach from the earth to the moon and back less than one time. Rule two. In the course of the game, each team attempts to manipulate the ball to their advantage. Then at the end, whoever has the most points is the winner. Rule three. Everybody wears football helmets, which makes sense to me. But for some reason, they also wear shoulder pads? Rule four. Was that a question? Rule four. Physical violence seems to be encouraged, but I don't think firearms are allowed. In fact, so far as I can tell, the field of play during an official regulation game of the National Football League may be the only time and place in America where you are not allowed to carry a gun. Little, little politics getting, getting there. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, yep. little, uh, Rule yeah, five? Hey, get a load of those cheerleaders. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And uh, finally, rule six. Nowhere in the rule book is it stated that the players must be human. So if you have a mule that kicks field goals or like a grizzly bear that tackles people or whatever, just put a helmet on that bad boy and get him out there. Those are the rules to American football. 
Thank you, Chris. Thank you. All right. Okay. Well, that was certainly a uh, that was gripping, rousing, informative, a rousing kickoff to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, um, I think Chris, I, you really I, touched if down I may, on I, some I think I think I really uh, think I really rolled a strike there. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's close. <laughs> Nothing um, with net. Danny, what are the rules of American football? All right. Don't call me that. <laughs> hey um, Don't call me Shirley. American football is a popular sports pastime. Which, <laughs> which is played within a stadium or arena. Inside the stadium or arena, there is a large oblong grass playing field called the gridiron. Which is is marked with lines in regular intervals to indicate the number of yards from a center line. These markings vary in color, and there are some triangles as well. (laughs) At each end of the field, there is a large goalpost that looks like a giant tuning fork inside a clearly delineated area known as the end zone. Both the end zone and the goalpost are involved in scoring points using unrelated (laughs) methods. Onto the field assemble two opposing teams of eight football players or footballers. (laughs) They can be identified by uniforms which differ in color and various markings including unique two-digit numbers. These numbers are typically limited to the digits 0 through 5, so that any player can be referred to from a distance by holding up the appropriate number on each hand. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you really learned something. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. These are the rules. Wait, how do you... So how would you... You know a lot about football. Wait a minute. But how would you... The players... No, no, let him go, let him go. All right. Okay. The players also wear a variety of headgear and other protective clothing. In addition to the players on the field, there are also some people dressed in black and white stripes (laughs) called referees, also known as umpires, standing around watching to make sure the players do not break any of the rules of football. (laughs) Each football team also consists of many other players in uniform who are seated on benches beside the field who do not get to play. Their purpose is to slouch while wearing a wet washcloth around their necks and occasionally drinking water from a nearby cooler. Finally, each team has a president known as the coach. (laughs) The coach is required to appear visibly enraged at all times and has no other significant duties. Many people watch while the game is being played, often seated in chairs provided by the stadium or arena. Though these people also pay close attention to the game, they differ from referees in that they do not have the authority to stop the game when one or more of the rules of football are broken. (laughs) The objective of American football is to get the ball over to your side without allowing the opposing team to get the ball over to their side. <laughs> These sides are the aforementioned end zones. When the ball crosses the boundary of this area, this scores a point, 
which is also known as Seven Points. (laughs) 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 The gameplay proceeds thusly. Each team assembles in opposing directions along one of the horizontal lines bisecting gridiron. (laughs) This line is known as the scrimmage line, taking its name from the assemblage itself, Called I the want scrimmage. I want scrimmage. The line. initial scrimmage or tip-off occurs <laughs> on the center line, zero yards, equidistant from both teams' end zones. That way, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All but one of the players. <laughs> Can I get seat on scrimmage line? <laughs> All but one of the players on whichever team goes first. Stand on the scrimmage line. <laughs> I want seat on scrimmage line. Take that, sports. Chris, you make me Opposing team. Opposing teams directly face each other. <laughs> but remain standing on their feet. Sometimes their helmets touch and that's okay. Scrimmage ride, okay? The remaining player on the team whose turn it is is the thrower, also known as the quarterback for obvious reasons. He doesn't get to hold the ball at first. player in the middle of the line holds the ball, following a ritualistic chant, throws it back between his legs. The quarterback catches the ball. In the meantime, all the other players <laughs> run around all over the place. The quarterback runs around too, but remember, he has the football. <laughs> I see Don Sklimmage Ryan. After a time, the quarterback throws the ball as hard as he can. And one of several things happen. A. Outcome A. A player on the quarterback's team catches the ball. This is typically the intended outcome of the throw, or play. The catcher then runs with the ball toward the end zone. Against the physical and often barbaric attempts of the rival players to knock the runner to the ground like an animal, a maneuver known as tackling. If this happens, the play is over. All the players stop running around and reassemble on the yard line nearest to where the tackle took place. And a new scrimmage begins. (laughs) Thus, the so-called scrimmage line is not a permanent demarcation at all, but really just the farthest place the ball got to last time. Okay, so four tickets, scrimmage line, okay? Since the scrimmage line changes location with every play, it is not possible for a spectator to have a seat which exclusively faces the scrimmage line unless the seat were capable of moving. So, uh, I seat and, and move, so Each see? team gets three or maybe four chances to scrimmage. <laughs> and then it's the other team's turn. B. The second... The second possible outcome of the play is if a player on the quarterback's team catches the ball and runs unimpeded into the end zone. Scrimmage, right? This outcome results in a seven-point point being scored. 
the jubilant scoring player will often vigorously hurl the ball at the ground. The same ball so preciously cradled only moments before in an unofficial but prevalent practice called spiking the ball. A skilled player will spike a football with frequency. Screaming Ryan. <laughs> C. A third and somewhat rarer outcome of the play is if a player from the opposing team catches the football that the quarterback throws. This is called an interception. The intercepting player will then run with the ball in the direction opposite of his throne toward his own team's end zone. The play then continues as in outcome A or B above. Occasionally, the throwing and catching will stop so that all the players can stand around and watch just one player try to kick the ball through the tines of the giant fork. <laughs> this seems like a totally separate game, but the points all add up together with the same points from the throwing and catching. The game continues. The game continues for four quarters of 15 minutes each. The, t the team with the most points at the end of the time limit is the winner. Scrimmage, Ryan, four tickets, okay? Those are the rules of American football. <laughs> Man, that was really that was really detailed. Yeah. Yeah, you know a lot about football. Really? That was like a real. Yeah, I don't. That was a real home I don't run. Think, I don't think mine's gonna top that. It's not. That's not what the. That's not. It's yeah, it's not the, about, the point wanna, is to I, find out. I don't want to state a. I don't want to state a goal here. Yeah. Oh, this is this is also right. a non-teleological segment. Exactly. Yeah, okay. As so the I saw, point is, is to find out the rules of American podcast. football. Yeah, we're this is we're all working together here. Yeah. So that at the yeah. end of this, we're gonna all uh, at after the podcast, the cast and crew of Bear Friend Tea Party are gonna go play a pickup game of American football <laughs> <laughs> in the parking lot behind El Dorio Restaurant. I'm Danny. I'm <laughs> Danny. Um, anyway. Um, I'm glad that I'm glad that you and I did see eye to eye about the uh, team with the most points winning the game. Yeah, I mean that, that seems that seems down... key. I don't know if I addressed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I'm quite certain I did okay, not that, address that. That's yeah, why it's a it's a group okay, effort. Yeah. That leads into the next uh, my next question is uh, um, Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina. What are the rules of American football? American football. Throwing around the old pigskin. <laughs> America's national pastime. The peculiar institution. The, the big easy. Um, so, American football. Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a con it's a confusing sport. A lot going on. Um, so. But, <laughs> Well, I'm just going to address a few things. Today. Uh, for starters, um, you'll notice that throughout this segment we've referred to it as American football. That's because there's also a distinctly European style of football. <laughs> um, the key difference there, um, American football is played with a football. And <laughs> European style football is played with a soccer ball. <laughs> Other than that, I believe they are pretty much the same. Now, I said it's a complicated game. The truth is, no one knows all the rules of American football. It, in that sense, it's kind of like 
the American tax code. There's more rules added all the time, and you know you get it. But what I'm going to try to do here is give you kind of a general sense of the rules. So, number one, what do you need to play football? Okay, well, number one, you need a field with lines on it, parallel lines. Doesn't matter how many lines. Doesn't matter how many, how far apart. Whatever. Field with lines on it and logos at the side. Again, doesn't matter what logos. Doesn't matter exactly how many. You need a football, which is, you know, it's a football. It's like an oblong kind of brown thing. Uh, goes around. And you need two teams, football teams, of ten of ten people each. Now. The players on football teams have different positions. There's four different football positions, which I will now enumerate. Each team has one quarterback and one coach. (laughs) And the rest of the players are linebackers or sometimes receivers, which we'll get into later. Now, the coach and the quarterback are very important And they're both really kind of the leaders of the team. I like to think of this as kind of like your coach. And this, I differ from Danny here. The coach, I think, is kind of more like a prime minister, whereas the quarterback is more of the president of the team. So the coach is kind of setting policy for the team, and the quarterback is in charge of enacting that policy on the the field or the gridiron. So... How do you play American football? So, the first thing you do to play American football, you put the football in the middle of the field. As Danny said, that way it's fair. Um, Now, the two quarterbacks from the opposing teams stand on either side of the middle line and try to psych each other out. As and as 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 has been pointed out, sometimes they maybe bump helmets a little, they growl a little, you know. Okay, but eventually one of the quarterbacks will grab the ball and throw it between his legs to his, to his linebackers. Now, whichever linebacker catches the football becomes they automatically become the receiver. Or if it's a fat dude, uh, they're kind of ca- they're often called the wide receiver. <laughs> when you be- and when a player becomes the receiver, they level up and they gain certain new abilities, <coughs> which I won't go into. In any case, the the goal in football is to score touchdowns, um, and there's two ways to score a touchdown. Number one is by while holding the football, running past the opposing team's goalpost. Um, well, yeah, well, holding the football. And for that, you get six points. Or if you throw the football over the opposing team's goalpost, you get seven points. If you're able to actually throw the ball over the goalpost and then catch it on the other side, you would get... That would be a double touchdown, and you would get 13 points then. Um, and, you know, basically, at the end of an hour or whatever... Um, then whoever has the most points win. There are a few special rules. Um, one special rule that I will mention at any time, your team can automatically win the game <laughs> by dumping a container of ice water on the coach of the opposing team. 
You don't see that very often, but it is it is in the rules. Um, and that, those, my friends, are the rules of American football. <clears throat> All right. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for your insight. Um, a lot to, lot to say there. Uh, mm. uh, Jonathan Bumpers. Yeah, all right. <coughs> a well-known, a well-known sports fan. Uh, <coughs> the rules of American football. So, what can you, uh, can, can you? Speak all right. To that? So we've heard a lot tonight. We've heard a lot from a lot of people um, regarding what what they personally believe to be the rules <laughs> of American football. But um, you know, question. ladies and gentlemen, um, I've just got to say. I, I think all of those people are full of shit. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell you what the real rules of American football are. Uh, and we're going to do that um, we're going to do that right now. Okay, the rules of American football. <laughs> the rules of American football short and sweet and they are as follows step one get a bunch of dudes together put them in a building that costs more than the entire New Horizons mission and serves no other purpose (laughs) step two have them throw an ovoid ball around for a while step three they should uh they should run and kick and stuff. <laughs> I like that it's a step by step process. This is for, are you reading from the rule book? Step four each Everybody goes on the internet and talks about it as if it fucking matters. <laughs> and those are the only rules of American football. <laughs> Nice, nice, and to the point. There, yeah. Well, you know, I tried I to cut out. I tried to cut out the fat. I used to have thirteen rules, but then I, I cut, <laughs> I cut it down to just the bare essentials. Well, you know, every, everything, everything. Bare essentials dot yeah. yeah, really. so. Well, you know, you, you know, like a, a the bare friend party the essentials podcast. <laughs> bare cast friend party dot shoes. Larrybird's penis dot net. Bethlandbirdpenis.gov Penispeniscast.biz forward slash dumping puke in the mare's car. Well, that music means it's time for Is This a Holland Oak Here's how this is going to work. Each week on Is This a Holland Oak Song, I'm going to play you a clue. <laughs> your, your task is to decide whether that clue is part of a Hall and Oates song or not. Hence, is this a Hall and Oates song? Hall and Oates and, uh, being the listeners the at pop home group obviously can play along. We'll no, reveal um, the answer next week. Oh. Oh, it's like the Car Talk Puzzler. Right, it's, Jeremy? It is exactly like uh, the so Car Talk we have to, Puzzler. We have to write the answer and Jeremy, on, uh, on right? some uh, amazing, since we ridiculous uh, um, I can't believe they're still at it after all these years. How old are they? I have a I have a procedural question. Chris. Yes, Chris. Since we only record the show, uh, you know, fortnightly at most, will we re- 
It'll reveal be revealed the... on the next show. Okay, just checking. It, just so checking. it will be confusing for listeners since our episodes are not released <laughs> in the order they were recorded. But... So, uh, I you know I have to admit that I'm a little uh, a little bit uh, trepidatious going into this segment because I don't really know all that much about Holland Oats to be quite honest. I, I mean, I saw a few of uh, I've seen a few of Anthony Michael Hall's movies. But I don't know much. About, don't know much about his music career. Um, I did. I did see I, that I, Oates and Garfunkel show that one time. I like literally uh, was not even sure if that was a joke or not, or if like the guy from Holland. I don't even know if that had, had like a, I, I an think acting I'm, career. I don't know. I think so. No, I assumed that Anthony Michael Hall dresses uh, in a horse costume and eats oats on yeah. stage. No, he definitely does that. That's, well, yeah, that's. In any case, so see, a lot of people would find that I'm actually pretty case, confident about this because prior to my current weird infatuation with the Gap Band, I was really into Hall and Oates for about a week or two. Not anymore. Now I'm into the Gap Band. Now, here's that. Now we're gonna we're gonna keep score over oh, as we go. You know, throughout the next. Like ten, we're trying to get up to ten thousand episodes. So over the next like nine thousand nine hundred and sixty some episodes, we'll keep score. Now for each time you get a correct answer, you will get a point. When you get an incorrect uh-huh. answer, you will lose a point. We're all starting right. at zero. If you miss an episode, you lose a point. Oh, that's harsh. So yeah. at the end, Jeremy, of t- what if you miss an episode? Do we all get a point? I'm not being scored. Who's so Jeremy, at the end of at the end of ten thousand episodes, what happens to the what does the winner get? This is bragging rights. So at this point, now you may be wondering, like, if I'm just choosing clues at random, won't the vast majority of them not be <laughs> Hall and Oates songs? It does no, stand to the reason. The way I'm doing this is each time we go into this segment, I'm going to go down to random.org and choose a random number between one and z- zero, inclusive, to decide uh-huh. whether the clue I play you will be a Holland Oats I like that we use not. random.org oh. in almost every episode of this show. Well, random.org is one of our sponsors. Yeah. In any case, um, so yeah, at at this point, all of the clues I've accumulated so far are all, so far the clues are all saxophone solos. (laughs) Are you going to describe them? I'm excited for this. I'm I'm really excited for this. Most random numbers are, in fact, saxophone solos. So it's no surprise. So here's how this is going to work. Let's get to this. Let's do this. I'm going to play you... A clue. For now, these are going to be audio clues, and these audio clues are going to be saxophone solos. (laughs) You're going to listen to this saxophone solo, and then you will be tasked with answering one question. And that question is, is this a Hall and Oates song? Yes! So, the answer is yes. I haven't even... No, let him play play the saxophone solo, John. Cooperate! Come on, cooperate! Are you guys... Are you guys I'm ready, ready for this? I am into you know this. You know what, Jeremy? This is a tough this I'm really excited about this. Blue. Just, just, just. All right. You only just forge sh- ahead sh- with sh- one. Shh, shh, shh. Guys, quiet, 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 quiet. Ha ha ha. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good one. And that's all you got. So, um, now, so we're going to just go around, and you're each going to say, uh, share a couple thoughts. You know, you can ju- uh, just say what your guess is. I would... I would say you are playing against each other, so if you definitely know for sure one way or the other, you might want to play it a little, you know, play those cards a little close to your chest. Mm. But, uh, how do you how do you give the answer without? Shut the fuck up, Danny. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, why don't you start us off? You're the eldest. What are your okay. thoughts on this? I'm just I'm just going to be real upfront about this. I'm not uh, not going to play strategically yet. I'm going to say I do not recognize that saxophone solo from the three to four hollow note songs that I have heard in my life. Oh, you're like an expert. It was yeah. That's definitely not from Maneater. That feels a little or bit unfair. That other one that I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. No, I'm I'm laying it all out there right now. I'm saying I, I do not rec or am I? I do not recognize that song from any of the Hollow Notes songs I've heard. However, it has a real Hollow Notes feel to it, and so I'm going to say yes. I'm going to answer yes. That is a Hollow Notes song. Chris is going with yes. That is a Hollow Notes song. And John, what do you say? I think the answer is definitely yes. I think Jeremy's trying to psych us out here. Because it doesn't sound like a Hollow Notes song. Right? You don't Hall think Notes, it sounded like a Hollow Notes I mean, song? Hollow Notes don't play would, saxophone, right? Uh, they have saxophones in their songs, really? I think. Well, they're not, like, I neither, neither of them play saxophone. They are not saxophone-ists. True. Right? I, I think, think we can all we can I all agree don't on that. Actually, no. I don't. I think true. that's. So true. I think Jeremy's trying to okay. psych us out here. Um, my my answer is gonna... my answer is yes. It is a hollow note song. Yes. Okay. Because you. Th- oh, that's right. You're trying to psych okay, me so out. You, yeah. You're trying to psych so me John out, and, Chris and it's not going to work. Think it's a hollow note song, and Danny. No. You think it is not a hollow note song? No. I know. I don't know any hollow note songs. I don't even know what genre they are, but I think for some reason... <laughs> They're pop slash rock. <laughs> for some reason, I think of them as sounding like Simon and Garfunkel. They don't. Because they're like two names no, with the ampersand in the middle. Well, you know what? I can't, I can't fight it. So I'm going to say no, because that sounded like some 80s shit. All right. Well, John, Danny, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right now. Uh, I heard Daryl Hall, I believe, interviewed on the radio... And he made the point that they never referred to themselves as Hall and Oates. Their albums are always Daryl Hall and John oh, Oates. That's bullshit. Really? Well, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm they not never called themselves any trick questions Hall like and that, Oates. where it's going to be like, "No, I'm sorry, that was a song by Daryl no, Hall." No, and oh, John no, no, no. I know. I'm just saying, like, if your reasoning is they're two names with an ampersand, so they probably sound similar to Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> you know, you have that to consider. <laughs> Because really otherwise, o- like otherwise, I think your reasoning was flawless. You kind of opened my mind a little bit to be honest. Right. Well, I didn't know I'm glad that, was Daryl. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that we had a mixed mixed responses. I was worried that one was going to be too easy, but now I think that they are all possibly <laughs> way too hard, <laughs> Ex- except for Maneater. <laughs> I can't wait till we get that one. Anyway. 
let's uh uh let's uh well let's let's make a bunch of random noises and then stop podcasting you've been listening to bear friend tea party um a podcast where we you know do shit and yeah make fucking noises and shit you can email us at party at AOL.com. If you are the first person to email in, you will get $20. Ah, fuck it. You don't even have to ask anymore. Just provide your address or your Bitcoin wallet address. It's been like two years. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to email in. You can uh, you can call Bear Friend Tea Party at 503-754-8096. That number 503-754-8096. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Bear Friend Tea Party. Uh, that's Bear Friend Tea Party with the vowels removed. And also at Bear Friend Cast. Neither. Neither Twitter address has tweeted in the last, I don't know, year, year and a half. So it's probably not worth your time to follow us. Your friend Tea Party is no longer accepting news. We could have chosen. If you'd like to, you'd like to get on our wait list. Send those emails to bearfriendtparty at aol.com. There are three ways to subscribe to Bear Friend Tea Party. Each more challenging than the last. <laughs> the first way is to kill an existing subscriber and to therefore take on their subscription to Bear Friend Tea Party. The second way, paradoxically, is to save the life of a Bear Friend Tea Party subscriber. And therefore, in gratitude, be granted a Bear Friend Tea Party subscription. The third way to subscribe to Bear Friend Tea Party is to find us on iTunes or your podcast directory of And of course, remember, Barefoot Tea Party is free for you to download. But each episode costs us $700,000 to produce. And we need your donations. Please don't forget to set up a Patreon page for us. And then give money to us. Remember, no money is given to Barefoot Tea Party goes towards the production of Barefoot Tea Party. But rather, it is all spent on unrelated
by random.org. Your source for random number generation and stuff. Something. Jeremy, did you give our our, uh, website address? Our website address is discussed.biz. And if you're back to this. Is that true? Yes. This has been. So head on over to random.org. And don't forget to use our promo code 32553113-31236625 and get some random numbers. I don't know. I'm step talking. I thought I did pretty good. Yeah, that was good. I think I said some funny shit there. The major notes there.